Welcome to the Easy Does It Recovery Podcast. This is David, and I'm your host. Uh, if you hear in the background, maybe some rain or something like it, it is rain. Um, I'm actually driving. Um, I have an hour drive, and it's raining hard. And I realized I have the app on my phone to record podcast episode. So I said, why not? So we're training, and the first thing that I was thinking about is if you're an alcoholic, what do you do if you think about a drink? Well, uh, I, I like that question, and I'm asking myself, I'm asking, uh, I'm telling you guys, uh, for those listening, what do you do when you think about a drink? Well, I think, for me, it's, uh, I need to call someone, um, call a sponsor, call another alcoholic. If uh, you don't have a sponsor, definitely call another alcoholic. If you don't have anyone to call, then I would suggest going to a meeting. Um, there are other things, uh, you know, change a thought, move a muscle. Remember, the obsession starts in the mind. What you think about, sometimes our subconscious thinks about it and we follow through with those thoughts. So if you think about it, uh, think about picking up a drink or a drink sounds nice, or you're having a tough day and you find there's no solution. So alcoholics would like to medicate uh, or medicate ourselves or numb the pain, as they say, with booze. That's not the answer. Booze is only going to make it worse, whatever the situation or challenge or problem is. It's not going ser- to serve you at all. It's, um, the booze is, you know, as I like to say, it's the poison. It's, it's the, you know, it's the broken spirit or it breaks our spirit, and it makes things worse. So that's not the answer. But, you know, um, if you're just stopping, or if you're just starting to stop, or if you're just new in the recovery program, that that may be a difficult thing to do. Just, you know, change the thought, move the muscle. You gotta take some action. Uh, Just stay away from that join the no matter what club, get to a meeting, get to a meeting, Uh, usually uh, when I go to a meeting, whatever's on my mind seems to uh, fade away into the uh, universe, you know what, and I always find a solution when I go to a meeting, I find the solution there, so really the topic is the solution. What is the solution? The solution for me was in my early beginnings is I did I did get involved in recovery and what I mean by that is you know I met I met a few people like myself, a few guys, uh, a lot of people I actually met, but I got closer to a few guys and you know we uh, we supported each other. You know, think about a drink, call your friends. 
know, go out with your friends, uh, hang out with people that don't drink. Um, and then, you know, that's, that's the first part of the solution. You know, uh, people, places, and things, hang out with people who don't drink, and more than likely you won't drink either. Um, I would dwell on the problem. And in the book, the big book of AA, there is a chapter that talks about uh, the answer to my problems is acceptance. Accepting people, places, and things for what they are and not trying to control it. Great chapter. Um, it says there in that chapter that if we focus on the problem, the, f- the problem gets worse. And, and that's what I, I was good at doing. Focusing on the problem, dwelling in it, sitting in my poop and feeling icky, if you get what I mean. So, uh, it states in that chapter, if you focus on the problem, the problem gets worse. But if you focus on the solution, the solution happens. And uh, it's it's getting... Uh, Focusing on the solution for me is, is living in the now, um, getting grounded, staying present. You know, uh, meetings help me to get grounded. Meetings help me to get present. Basically, the same thing reminds me that you know life is good when I live a day at a time, a moment at a time, even. And um, I got to remind myself, you know, meetings help me do that. Those are my blades, the range stopped. <laughs> uh, I got to remind myself that, you know, um, in my early recovery, I used to uh, have a lot of things to complain about. And it was pointed out to me um, from my folks in, in recovery that, you know, the question came, you know, after I complained about whatever the problem was question always came back did you drink today and I would say no I didn't drink today well then you're having a good day that was the answer you're having a good day you're a success so whatever my problem is large or small I got to remind myself did I drink today did I want to drink today for me the answer is no and that helps me realize that, you know what, it's not all that bad, and I'll get through it, you know, I I will get through the day, I will get through what's bothering me on my mind, Um, I know that from experience, Uh, there's that saying, this too shall pass, and it does, Uh, that's my experience, it passes, Um, but while I'm living in that moment of, I don't like what's going on, know that feeling. I don't like what's going on. I have to get grounded. I have to pat myself on the back and remind myself, you know what? I'm not drinking. I'm living a better life than I did when I was drinking. And and, and it's going to be okay. You know? Then there's the, uh, you know, the spiritual aspect of it. You know, the third step helps us to make that decision to turn our lives over to the care of God as we understand it. 
show. What does that mean to me? Well, I'm going to pray. I'm just going to throw those prayers out there. Throw it out to the universe, to God, to Jesus, to Allah, to whoever that higher power of your understanding is. A lot of times it's the serenity prayer. It's a great prayer in recovery. Always does wonders to me. Um, you know, I'm, as an alcoholic, all I ever wanted to do was be happy. You know, I don't know if you guys can relate to that. And when things didn't go our way, we turned out to be unhappy. We uh, that lack of control. We try to control things. I try to control things. And I want it, and I want it now, and when it doesn't work out the way I want, guess what? Dave's an unhappy camper. So I have to accept that life isn't going to always go as David wants it to. The more I accept people, places, and things for what they are, and that there's a reason for that moment that is giving me discomfort that I actually feel comfortable you know um, accepting that you know what I, I'm, I just don't like what's going on right now you know, that helps me and, and, and it's, it's okay it's okay it's okay to talk about it too here look at me I'm doing a podcast um, and I'm doing it because um you know, I was I was talking to this guy today. Um, you know, uh, I actually gave him a ride. Uh, this is down in Fort Lauderdale. Um, I was uh, driving. Uh, I was doing my part-time Uber, and uh, I picked up this guy in Fort Lauderdale. And uh, for some reason, he had a little bit of wisdom. He had a lot of wisdom. He was a pretty smart guy. And. Um, I liked what he had to say, um, and and I, I said I asked him. Um, I said to 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 read a lot. Uh, what, what do you do? I said you're pretty smart. Um, I asked him what he did for a living, and he was in upholstery, you know, and um, you know he upholstered uh, uh, furniture, couches and stuff, you know, and he worked in like a factory environment, you know, or a warehouse environment. And so he was telling me about that, and uh, but he go, you know, he had he had some insight onto a lot of a few different things, and I was open-minded to what he had to say. Um, and I and um, I asked him, I said, do you, you know, you, you seem very wise, and do you read a lot?" And he says, "I do." He goes, "But uh, importantly, I, um, I I what I really do is I listen to a lot of podcasts." And I said, oh, I said, you do. I said, and, and I realized, I said, I told him, I said, I have a podcast. I said, I don't know if you'd be interested in my podcast. And he goes, well, what's it called? And I said, it's called the Easy Does It Podcast. I said, it's about recovery. And he goes, oh, wow, that's a great topic. And that's a, that's a great, he goes, and he started saying, you know, that, that's an easy market for, for recovery. And he goes, especially for people, he goes, I'm into people who recover. And, uh, and, and and he went on to tell me about uh, you know he grew up in the in in, in, a, in an environment that was had a lot of drugs and alcohol 
and he chose to stay away from it. He saw the destructiveness of drugs and alcohol, so he chose to stay away. I, I, was, I like commended him. I said, I patted him on the back. I said, good thing. He goes, yeah, I saw what it does to people. And, and I was like, wow. I, I, and so, so, but then he started to tell me, yeah, that's a, that's a marketable uh, topic. He goes, think about it. He goes, people who are, you know, going through uh, withdrawals, they don't want to pick up, but they want to pick up, you know. So it's like that, what I started off with, you know, um, you know, what do you do when you think about a drink? Uh, when do you do when you're withdrawing? You know, uh, so he started telling me, he goes, people in recovery, he goes, they need, they need a podcast like yours. They could just tune it in and start listening to, uh, you know, the solution, listening to other people who have this problem and it could help them, you know. Um, also, me, I, I, I turn to my books, Daily Reflections is great. Um, today's Daily Reflections, July 24th, was about helping others. You know, what can I do to service others? You know, selfishness. Um, you know, I, it, it, it talked about, you know, we, we were selfish that we always wanted people to do for us. And then when people didn't do for us, we'd catch resentment, expecting that they were supposed to be supportive or helping me. But did I ever think about helping others? You know, and that's when we get out of our selfishness. You know, we start to become a little selfless. <coughs> Excuse me, helping others. So, uh, you know, a lot of this podcast is, you know, is helping you, and, which helps me. You know, um, now you, as uh, for, for the people who listen to our podcast, Easy Does It podcast... You, you all know that I'm usually with Mary. Uh, Mary's not here. Ma matter of fact, Mary doesn't know I'm recording. Um, because I'm on a drive. I'm on a long drive back from um, from Fort Lauderdale all the way up to uh, Port St. Lucie, Florida. Which is about an hour and a half drive. It's not too bad. But the weather, the weather, it started to pour and pour and I'm driving slow and um, and I started thinking about the pie. I started reflecting about that conversation I had with that guy in Fort Lauderdale. And uh, and I said, you know, I, I you know I haven't we haven't recorded it in a little while. And so I remembered I had the app on my phone. So here I am recording. Um, I'm also driving. So I have. Trying to think of something uh, humorous or funny to say, and nothing is coming up. But what what what's coming up is, um, you know, living a day at a time, reflecting on my life, and thinking back on what it was like then when I was, uh, you know, still drinking, and what it's like now, and. Um, I made the best choice I ever made was, uh, and I changed my life around. Um, especially the way I drank and the way I party. I was the party animal. I I lived up. My role model was John Belushi in Animal House. Oh boy, did I! I remember when that movie came out, and I wanted to be just like him. 
you know. Uh, remember what he said in that movie. When he got in trouble and they, 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 they put him on probation and or they kicked him out, he goes, uh, five years of college down the drain. Yeah, that's what that's what drinking does. Yeah. I thought that was funny. <coughs> five years of college down the drain. Toga party. Keg party. Wake up not knowing what you did the night before and all this gook all over your body. Um, yeah, I, I don't like living like that anymore. And it's been a long time. It's been a long time. So, you know, life is good today. Um, my suggestion to the newcomer is uh, follow the simple suggestions. Uh, and they are simple. I know they're simple. However... My mind says those are hard suggestions. Uh, and, it, and it was like that in the beginning. The simple suggestions is uh, don't drink and go to a meeting. Find a sponsor. Work the 12 steps. Go to 90 meetings in 90 days and get involved. Get active, you know. Meet people. Put your hand out. Introduce yourself. And that's hard in the beginning. Finding a sponsor, that was hard. Um, putting my hand out and saying, Hi, I'm Dave. Nice to meet you. Where are you from? Simple things like that was hard. Today, uh, it's quite the opposite. It's, that's simple. That's just part of who I am. You know, but but recovery trained me to do that. I, I, I walk into a meeting and everyone knows me. That's just how I am. I... I I became quite the opposite, you know, that social awkwardness I had, <coughs> and uh, when I was when I was drinking, and and that's and, you know that's what drinking did for me. I had it when I was young too, and it, I found that the booze was a solution, but it really wasn't. Um, it really wasn't a solution. It just uh, it just covered up whatever pain I was going through. That's all it did. Um, it, it it broke my spirit. It brought me down. It did never bring me up. I thought it did. It never did. Uh, booze is a depressant, and um, I always thought it, it always woke me up and made me alive, but no, it broke my spirit. Um, so it, it didn't really work for me. What did lift my spirits was, um, you know, working those 12 steps as a result of working 12 steps. I did have what they call the spiritual awakening, the psychic change. You know, my perception of life is really what changed. Um, you know, turning to a power greater than myself, and, and that did restore me to sanity. Making better choices. <coughs> making decisions, taking my time to make decisions. You know, making better decisions because I took the time or maybe consulted with someone about, uh, you know, major decisions. You know, uh, not being so impulsive. Um, there are times when I still become impulsive. I get a thought about something great and I'm like jumping right into it. And uh, sometimes it's good. It might be a great thought. It might be a great idea. Sometimes it's not. If it's not, then, you know, I can look at it and see, okay, so, yeah, I made a mistake. 
what do I learn from this? Well, you know, I made this mistake because I was being a little impulsive. So, you know what? I need to slow down on that. You know, and it's okay. I don't make that many mistakes anymore. Um, not not the bad mistakes, you know. Not, not choosing to do some harm to myself by thinking that it, something is a good idea, like going to a bar. Going to a bar is, is doing harm to myself, especially if I'm alone and, I'm, and I have no reason to be there. Um, if I'm alone and I have no reason to be at a bar, I'm not at a bar. Um, I've been to bars in recovery, but <coughs> very seldom do I go, and it's only for a reason. Uh, I do really enjoy recovery. Um, it helps me on a daily basis, um, so I encourage those in recovery. Uh, if you're new, uh, especially, uh, you know, just keep at it. You know, it's uh, you know I. I hate to call myself a quitter, but, you know, sometimes, you know, things happen and, um, you know, I start off doing something, it doesn't work out, and I quit. I, I hate saying I quit, um, but the, the only thing that I've done right one day at a time is, is stay sticking with recovery. There was uh, there's that that message, that slogan, or or quote, or saying, whatever you want to call it, that I love, and it said it simply states this: Don't quit before the miracle happens. And here's the thing: I found that the miracle does happen. Not drinking one day at a time is a miracle, especially for someone who couldn't put down the drink or didn't think that drinking was a problem when or I think you get it. So, um, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll name the episode. Um, I'm going to name it that. Uh, don't quit before the miracle happens. Uh, so that's what I'm going to name this episode. Um, I, I need to listen to it before I publish it. So, uh, so we'll, we'll leave it at that. And um, getting close to home. So that was good. I passed uh, the time and, you know, I feel like I'm giving back to recovery, you know, sharing my my uh, experience, strength, and hope. You know, um, last April I celebrated 24 years of continuous sobriety, one day at a time. That's when I, when I think about that, you know, I, I, I have to thank my higher power um, and... It also makes me think that, you know, if I can do it, so can you. You know, um, I just followed. It started off with those simple suggestions. Don't drink, go to a meeting. Find a sponsor if you don't have one. Call another alcoholic. Join a home group and get involved. Meet other people like yourself. All right, with that said, um, I'm going to close off the show. And uh, I hope it was... Our listeners, I hope this was good for you as it was for me. All right, thanks and have a great day, everyone.